Hey guys, welcome to a special edition of Happily Ever Random. I'm Ginny and I'm your host and unfortunately we are not joined by my regular co-host Troy. He and his wife are on vacation this week for their birthdays. They are on a fabulous cruise somewhere in I think the Caribbean? I don't know. But I am joined by our cousin Pam. Say hi. Hey y'all. So if anybody did hear, listen to our episode about apocalyptic preparations, Pam was one of our guests on that episode. So she has graciously joined me on this super fun extra episode tonight. Yeah, thanks for bringing me back. So I'm very excited. Um, we just kind of wanted to do a fun little kind of conversational episode, you know, just the two of us, just kind of about a couple couple things couple topics or something that we just like to talk about thought it'd be fun to just kind of chat do a little live <laughs> chat yeah so uh before we start though guys as always disclaimer adult language you guys should know me by now any listeners um and this is probably going to have some adult content on this episode as well uh we don't normally have a lot of adult content but this episode will probably have a little bit so just forewarn you know, my personal disclaimer too. Jenny decided to come down to my house, and I have three dogs. <laughs> yes, we do have two of them put away. But if you hear random tapping in the background, uh, it's not the actual Harry Potter ones this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a dog feet. So I apologize in advance, y'all. Yes, we will try to edit out as much of that as we can. <laughs> so, all right, so let's get started, guys. Um, so we, me and Pam kind of talked a little bit last night and chose a couple of, oh, hello, cat. I got a, I got a black cat right behind me, guys. Is that bad luck? That, or? That's Olive. <laughs> Hi, sweetie. She's very Hi. fat, y'all. And yes, okay. Oh, here we go. Okay, so anyways, guys, uh, Pam and I talked last night and we kind of picked out a couple topics that we like to talk about, um, that we find interesting or so on, you know, so our first one up, we got tattoos. You and I both have a lot of them, I think. Yeah, Um, I do. Do you know the actual count of yours? How many you actually have by now? I'd say either 10 or close to 10. Oh, so I do have you beat. Yes. I have 14. Oh, yeah, you do. (laughs) Yeah, I think out of the six grandkids, I think I now have the most. I think I even have your brother beat. Which is really surprising, actually. I know. Or we might actually be, like, right about the same amount. I think we're, like, neck and neck almost. How many is Troy have? I don't actually know. I think he's got, like, at least four or five. Yeah, I was going to say probably around five. Yeah. And then my sister has one, and your sister has none. Yeah, she's afraid of everything. (laughs) Sorry, Aaron. True. We love you, though. So, yeah, so let's, let's talk. What, well, you, what you like about tattoos? What you want to talk about? Well, if you guys <laughs> listened to to the previous podcast I was on, the Apocalypse one, I am a teacher. So unfortunately, in my district, we are, we are not quite there yet where we can have tattoos and have them visible. Yeah. So all of my tattoos at this point are hidden. Yeah. But eventually, I would like to get something else that's not hidden. You just got to find that money. Tattoos are expensive, man. Exactly. I know. I have so many ideas that I want to do, but they're so expensive. How does that phrase go? A good tattoo ain't cheap. A cheap tattoo ain't good. Yeah, exactly. And, I, and I've got a couple of those, too. I have a couple of both. <laughs> I have expensive ones and I have cheap ones, and you definitely can tell the difference. Yeah, I know. Um, I got my first one when I was 18, uh, when I was living in Huntsville, 
going to Sam Houston State. Yep, 18. Same. And it was not, I mean, nonstop from there. I mean, it was like, literally, it's like an addiction. It really is. Yeah, I was going to say, they definitely are addicting. It's that certain kind of itch that really just doesn't have an equal. And people that don't have tattoos cannot understand that at all. Right. Like my mother is like, but it hurts. So why would you want to do it? I'm like, it, it quote unquote hurts. I mean, childbirth hurts and she had three. Right. And naturally too. (laughs) Shout out to you, Barbara. No way. (laughs) Yeah, it might naturally do. No way. (laughs) But yeah, so, and I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of person that I hate needles other than tattoos and piercings. Same. Yeah. So. I won't get a shot. I hate getting blood drawn. Yeah. I can't I, watch it. Like, I passed out once. Do you know your brother almost passes out when he gets tattoos? I did know that when he yeah. got his calf tattoo. Yeah. Uh, it's I just think one of those beat, like Justin? blood pressure things or something. I yeah. don't know what it is with him. It's not like he's like scared of it no, or something. So it's called vasoconstriction. Um, oh, there's like an actual term for it. Yeah, your blood vessels. Like, oh, okay, I didn't know tighten that. To, to where blood doesn't get to your brain, and oh, so you wow. pass out. Okay, what so happened didn't... to me with the with a shot? So oh, I didn't know that there was like an actual term for it. Yeah. So so it's not like he's just like scared of it or something and like freaks out. Well, I out. mean, yeah, psychologically, your brain right tells but I you mean, to like, do that. But, but you know but what yes, I mean. Yes, it's not like a. <laughs> It's not like a medical yeah. condition yeah. where he's allergic or something and his yeah. body makes him pass out. No. So um, it happens pretty often. Apparently they have numbing cream that you can put yeah. on them. Well, I mean, they have you. They have numbing cream you can buy at the store just in general. Like, cause right, that you my put daughter on like had, prior um, to. My daughter had some, we got her, uh, we did allergy testing mm. a couple months back and it was like the under the skin allergy testing. Yeah. So they actually suggested buying the numbing cream for mm-hmm. it. So, but have you, how long has it been since you've gotten a new tattoo? Uh, cause it's been a couple years for me. No, it hadn't been that long. Maybe, uh, well maybe about a year, year and a half at this point. So I've seen like all over the internet, like TikTok and stuff mm-hmm. like that about people using like that. It, it's almost like a second skin kind of thing that they put over. Oh it. yeah. I had one on. And, and like people complaining about how like it, the ink leaks out and stuff like this. And I'm like, I don't understand how this works because every single tattoo I've ever gotten, they've literally just put saran wrap over it. Yeah. So it's, it's, and tell me to just take it off within 24 hours. So I don't understand what it is. So it's like, it's pretty much like a giant piece of tape. Yeah. And the reason behind it is it helps because it's a piece of tape, keep things out. Okay. But same kind of thing. Like you get excess ink added onto your tattoo, right? Like, of Mm -hmm. course that's going to happen. And so when your body is reacting and healing to it, you leak out because okay. it's an open wound. Right. And so that's what you see when people show that on TikTok and stuff. It's okay. excess ink and your body's natural process of yeah. healing just balls up inside of this thing. And it's waterproof and everything else. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's the same. You still wear it for 24 hours. Yeah. Mine, I had it on my shoulder. And we went out dancing that night. And so, you know, lifting up my arm, dancing mm-hmm. and twirling or whatever. Country it came dancing off. for anyone that doesn't understand what hey, she's I can, talking about. I can get down. I can well, get I, down. I knew what you meant, though, when you said twirling and Right, stuff. like spinning when you <laughs> dance. And so it, it did end up coming out off that same night. But, I mean, as long as you know how to take care of yourself. Yeah. 
So. I mean, I've literally just only ever had like saran wrap wrapped around my tattoo. <laughs> yeah, you should probably get a new one pretty soon then. I want more so bad. Um, when I started with my company that I'm at now, um, the one on my upper arm I got within the first couple of years. Mm-hmm. And my boss at the time didn't care because most of my shirts covered it. You right. Know? And then when I started my second position after five years of being with the company, I didn't, it was a more casual cause it wasn't at the corporate headquarters. Mm-hmm. So it was more casual position. I could wear jeans and tennis shoes and stuff, you know, but I didn't know how my boss felt about tattoos. So the first one I got on my forearms was the one right here in white ink. Mm-hmm. And it says, I love you so much and always. And it's actually my daughter's handwriting. Um, Very cool. And, and when I, when he saw that and, you know, he didn't have any objections to it, I was like, okay, Sweet, well, I'm going to go get, get some more. more. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I added on, you know, in, in black ink, all the ones on my forearms. And so now I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven on my forearms now. And I mean, I feel so, like. I feel like the whole stigma towards tattoos has changed so much with like this new yeah. generation coming up. Yeah. You know, back then it used to just be like the the quote unquote freaks. Right. The know? freaks, the outcasts, the super hardcore military yeah. guys that got the them. The misfits. And, yeah. And nowadays it's so common. Yeah. That, I mean, even in the workplace, if you have some kind of, you know, for me, principle that's more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Even if your district is strict about it, that, you know, as long as you don't have cuss words yeah. or profanity. Yeah. And, and he, my, my boss at the time even told me that he didn't, he ended up not caring about all the ones on my forearms because you don't really see them unless right. I, because they're on my inner forearm. Right. Unless I stick my arms out like I am to you now. Right. You know. And I mean, yeah, if, so, if I wanted to get a sleeve or something at work, yeah. I would have to wear one of those little and cover ups or it's and with my company it's depends on the department you're in right because like there's some people it just depends on their management if they care or not mm-hmm. and like one person I know wears he doesn't wear long sleeves but he wears those things that come up on your yeah, arm yeah like you see them. basketball players yeah wear, he like wears the little those neoprene to cover his arms stuff. yeah so I'd have to wear something like that yeah it just depends on your department and my current boss because I've already I moved into another position. Mm-hmm. He's never even commented on my tattoos. So Yeah, I feel like it just kinda depends on yeah. who you work with and what they find yeah. acceptable. Okay, so you ready to go into the next topic? Now? Yeah, I think so. All right. I think this is gonna be a fun one to talk about. Um we we wanted to kind of talk about some weird quirks that we have. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm gonna kind of beat you out of the weird quirks i think i'm gonna probably have some weirder weird ones like more i think than you we'll see (laughs) we'll have to see probably i'm kind of lame at times y'all but you want to start us off yeah okay so let's start simple yeah i cannot absolutely cannot wear or tolerate mismatched socks i can't you know why my brother used to wear mismatched socks all the time i can't Jill, and my daughter does it too. Lily can. Yeah. I can't. I don't it, like it either. I mean, it's not one of those things that I like can't tolerate, but I just don't prefer it. Oh, God, it. no. Like, I won't, if I'm doing laundry or if Jill's doing laundry, I won't put a sock away until I find it's mat. It sits, <laughs> like, on the dresser. I just can't. 
It's, That's so funny. Like when people do it, when when I see it, my kids at school. That's I just, funny. I can't. My first one was I hate odd numbers. Uh-huh. And that's actually why I made made you choose a fourth topic, <laughs> because originally, guys, we only had three topics we were going to talk about, but I was like, so I hate odd numbers, so can we please pick a fourth one? <laughs> so, yeah, yep. I, I do not like odd numbers for P- some reason. Piggyback on that one. I I, uh, I'm finally over it at this point, but like my TV, my radio, it either had to be a five or a zero. What do you mean? Like it had to be on like 15 or 20. Like it like had to end in a five. Or... Yeah, the volume. Oh. It had to oh, end no. in a For five. For me, or the end volume in a zero. has to be an even number. No matter what. Like yes. you could have it on 24. Yeah. No. It had to either be like 25. No. Or 20. No. For me, like if I'm train, like, like in my car, if I'm turning up the volume to mm-hmm. the radio, if I just kind of turn the dial, like just let it go mm-hmm. and it lands on an odd number, I will literally reach back up and do one more. To make it do an even number. Like I can't, I, that's how bad I hate odd numbers. My my best friend, shout out to Ella Shava. What Hi. up, buddy? Um, she has, I don't know if she still does, but she used to have a five or a zero or a multiple of three. Oh, see, that's too yeah, much so math like she, for me. Like she could have it on 18. <laughs> that's one of my favorite numbers though. 18? 18. What yeah. a random number to be your favorite. Mine's it, one. It's Go my figure. birthday too, so. Oh, yeah. No. no, you know who had it first though. Shut up. So I'm a huge George Strait fan. <laughs> Let's stray away a little bit, y'all. Huge, huge George Strait fan. Like, I, I think I would poop myself if I ever met him. Like, no joke. I'll <laughs> make sure nice to wear depends if that ever happens. Are you going to do it in a hole or? No. Like, like we talked no, about on the No, you know why? Because I'm not going camping if I meet George Strait. <laughs> However, so George Strait and Jenny have the same birthday. And so I purposely, every year on her birthday, I don't even try to say George had it first now. I just yeah. send you a picture of him and, and you get or, the point. Or it'll just be happy birthday, George. Yeah. Yeah. And your mom does the same thing. Yeah. I don't blame <laughs> you. I mean, you actually, cool you know, one year your mom actually bought me for, for, as my birthday present was a wall sign that said, I love George Strait. She doesn't even buy me birthday <laughs> presents. What the hell? This man? was like years and years ago, though. I mean, like, oh, I think like I was like still, still in high school. That. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right, that's fair. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry to stray, but <laughs> a little little tidbit behind Jenny and I's relationship. So, but um, yeah, I I do. It's not that I have to do it a certain number of times, but I catch myself brushing my teeth a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like I always have to do circles on my right side, mm-hmm. turn the do- the toothbrush, do them in the front. <laughs> Then I do my other side and then I open and I had to do the whole bottom first. Nice. Then I move to the whole top. But I don't like count brush strokes. But oh, yeah. Well, kind of going off of counting as well, I in my head I count almost constantly. Like mm. on, on anything. Like I'm I, obviously our listeners can't see, but I'm showing Pam like the bottom of my t-shirt that I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. I'm like rolling up the edge of it, mm-hmm. just playing with it. And in my head, I'm literally counting how many times I'm doing it. Interesting. And it has to be, like, by the time I stop it, it has to be an even number. Well, of course Like, it I does. can't stop doing it on an odd number. Oh, yeah, of course not. Why Why would you? <laughs> so, like, things like that, like, anything I'm doing, like, I'm almost constantly counting. Interesting. I don't know why either. I and count, I count my steps when I walk. I count stairs. I oh, yeah. I count stairs. My, I, I know exactly the number of steps in all the houses, all the two-story houses I've ever lived uh, in. So, what do you do if it's, like, 21 stairs? Do you like hop and take an extra step? And then I use the bottom floor as the 
last that's cheap quote unquote step that's cheap so it's the an even number <laughs> i told you guys i'm weird let's see more <laughs> weird quirks i know i've got more Oh, I, I literally made a list. Oh, damn. I should have thought of that. Like, I literally have a list, you guys. Name off a couple more. Um, I don't know if this is a weird quirk or just I'm just weird, but I'm a super picky eater. That's just because you're I, I think and... I just got that from grandma because we were raised by a grandmother that's a super picky eater. I mean, my mom eats like four things. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't like sitting with my back to the door at a restaurant. I can, I just don't like to, because hmm. I like to be able to see who's coming in. I mean, that's fair. I don't, I don't know. Um, Dude, was that something you've always done, or like since you've been a mom? Since I've been an adult. So okay. I guess since I've been a mom, because well, yeah, I, I became a mom at 21. So <laughs> I don't know if it, I don't know if it stems from being a mom, like a protective, like a protective side thing. of being yeah. a mom or a survival what, but type thing. I just don't prefer, I like I said, I can. I uh-huh. just don't prefer it. I unless I it's do it. It's almost like one of those I like to be able to see my exit kind of thing. Yeah. Unless it's the middle of the night and I wake up and have it like this, I my feet are never out of the covers. A, a monster's yeah. gonna get me. I guess <laughs> I I I can't I can't do it. Like I feel like something is going to touch my foot it's a, a ghost a monster i don't know that's so funny I, oh i do have a weird thing with mirrors oh yeah uh-huh i don't have a mirror in my bedroom why i've never had a mirror in my bedroom why i think because i can see a like an angle that i shouldn't be able to see mm-hmm. and you know it in scary like movies you out or that, that's where all the ghosts live is on those oh, yeah. mirror angles and or so like bloody mary or something yeah so if yeah. i don't if i don't have one then it's it's just not there it's not gonna exist okay so you just use the bathroom mirror for everything uh-huh okay yeah. i mean i have a mirror in my bedroom on my dresser but i don't really use it to be honest it just came with the dresser so yeah i mean we have ours that jill had when we moved in together mm-hmm. but it's behind the dresser it's not <laughs> up because I can't see it. I, I well, can't. McKenna doesn't use hers. My daughter. Yeah. She doesn't use hers. Um, It's stored in the garage. But that's because her TV goes on top of her dresser. And it's oh, a yeah. giant like 40 inch TV. Right. That goes on top of her dresser. So there's nice. no room for her mirror. You know. So yes, I spoil my child. I'm sorry. I, I thought it. I didn't say it. I was going <laughs> to let you do it. She's an only child. I love her. I spoil her. What's, what's more you got? Um, kind of going with the bedroom stuff that you were saying, I can't stand for the fitted sheet to be messed up on my bed. Mm-hmm. It has to be perfectly fit. Mm-hmm. And the top sheet and the blanket have to be matched up perfectly before I can go to sleep. Like in line? Yes. Like one they can't have be to taller be, than the other? Yes. See, it drives me nuts if they're not, but it's not like it. Oh, no, I can't do it. And, and that's one thing that drives me crazy about my daughter is like... If I take the sheets and blanket off her bed mm-hmm. to wash them, she's old enough now to put them back on by herself. Right. You know, she's 15, almost 16 years old, so I shouldn't have to do it for her. Right. So I'll just take them back in there when I'm done and give them to her and be like, put your stuff on your bed. She, it, it, they'll literally sit in the, in the, what is it called? The basket. Sorry. <laughs> My mind went blank for a second. They'll literally sit in the basket for a week and she will sleep on a bare mattress oh, no. with her comforter. No. And it drives me insane. Hey, close the door. You'll never have to see it. So, 
she's one of those that she's like, I don't care. Mm-mm. I can't do it. It has, I, it all has to be perfect for me. See, I told you I'm weird, right? Hey, we all have our things. I hate <laughs> when the seam of my sock touches like the side of my toe. Uh, I don't like that either. Like it feels weird. Yeah. It feels weird. It does. Um, I have, I have a couple more. Um, I always have to have a drink with me. Okay. For the last couple of years, it's been like that. Um, and it, I think where it stems back from is one year when I was still a smoker and I got super, super sick mm-hmm. and I had a really bad cough. So my throat was always really dry from coughing and from smoking. Right. So I would always have a drink with me. And now, even though I don't smoke anymore, I just it's always just have been, a, it's just habit. Yeah. I always, I, you will never see me without a drink. Huh. Even if I'm like going somewhere and I'm only going to be on 10 minutes, I will take a drink with me. Interesting. I have to remind myself to drink. <laughs> it's taking me all day to drink. It's one just one of those Gatorade things. Bottle. I don't know why. Huh. So, um, and I prefer to sit with my feet or my legs up in my seat or like on the bar stool, um, thing. Yeah, I've, I've got one foot on. The I don't top like of my stool. feet touching the floor when I'm sitting somewhere. Interesting. Why do like you even think? even when I'm working at my office, like in my office chair, mm-hmm. I sit with my feet up in my chair. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Interesting. Isn't that weird? That's, yeah. And I've had so many people at my office tell me that it's a, that's like so unsafe. That you're gonna like fall out of your chair. I'm like, I've been doing this for almost 11 years. I'm not gonna fall out. Of my I chair. mean, hey, if you fall out, you just get back up and go down, right? <laughs> so, and then this one, and you'll you'll think this is funny. I can remember song lyrics to songs that I haven't heard in like 10 or 20 years, but I can't remember what I ate five days ago. I am the same way. Like, okay, I was babysitting my nephew the other day because mm-hmm. Troy and his wife are on a cruise, right? And I was. I took him to school and then I picked him up and on the way home I was playing Disney songs in the car for him. Tell me why I can remember every single word to the song Colors of the Wind from Pocahontas (laughs) but I couldn't tell you what I had for dinner a week ago. Yeah. So I I'm (laughs) yeah a song from the 90s that might have just been on the radio. I I know it. Yeah. But yeah, I can't tell you what I had. My yesterday. short-term memory is shit. Oh, mine's terrible. But I have a great Thanks, long-term Mom. memory. Thanks, Mom. Appreciate that. <laughs> it's, yeah. Awesome. Is that her fault? Uh-huh. Yeah, hers is terrible. No is it really? Mom. No offense. I'm right there with we you. We still love you. But yeah, hers is terrible. She admits it. Yeah. It's bad. Uh, movie quotes. I'm like that with movie quotes, too. Yeah. Or... Troy does movie quotes constantly. Oh, I do, too. I think it's hilarious. I do too. He loves it. I notice too, if I know the actress or the actor, but I can't tell you where, I'll stop paying attention to the movie. And because look, and I will, them? no, I'll oh. think about it. I'll just Google if it. If I can't figure it out, I do end up Googling oh, it. I just but don't even bother. I it's just like a Google. brain challenge for me. I'm like, I know them from something. I just straight Google. And I'll think of like, whatever line they said in xyz movie and then i'm like what movie is that and i'll sit there and i'll figure it out i can even remember like quotes from books oh wow that i hadn't read in a while like my mom posted one time this was years ago Uh, i just remember it it sticks out in my head but um 
this is a couple of years back, my mom posted a quote, like a meme quote mm-hmm. thing on Facebook of it. It was a quote. It was something like, um, I love you today and I'll love you tomorrow and I'll love you every day until for the rest of my life or some, mm-hmm. something like that. And I recognized it, but it didn't say where it was from. And I was like, how do I know that quote? And so I started thinking about thinking about it. And I was like, ha. And it was a quote from a character in one of the shadow hunter books, the mortal instruments mm-hmm. books. And I actually went and found the exact book it was from and found the passage and like screenshotted it and sent it to my mom and was like, this is where that's from. Huh? But yeah, I, I have nice. a weird memory for stuff like that. Oh yeah. I remember my phone number from my first house. That I do too. Haven't lived at in forever. Did you know, um, the house that we lived in by Clifton, uh-huh. the phone number from that house is still linked to a Kroger card. Nice. That is still under my daddy's name. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Shout out to grandma. I can still use it. I get senior discounts when I go to Kroger. Because <laughs> I use her phone number that do she doesn't really? live at anymore. Heck yeah, I do. Senior discounts, That's man. so funny. Never been questioned about it, knock on wood. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. It's great. I use her gas points sometimes, too. That's so funny. Thanks, um, grandma. And then really the only other thing I had left is um, when I'm eating something that I really love and I'm in a good mood... I do a little happy dance in my seat. Oh, yeah. I just kind of rock from side to side. Yeah, your happy food dance. <laughs> so is that not that weird? Like, That's is that, not is weird Is that like me. a normal thing? I, I love food, so. <laughs> you did make me think of another one, though. When I eat a sandwich. Mm-hmm. I, I don't eat the crust. I eat it in a circle. That's weird. Like, I take a bite, and I do, like, a slight turn, and then I take a bite, that and I do is a weird. slight turn. The middle's the best part. I mean, yeah, the and middle so is the best part, but it's still kind of weird. If you're thinking about it, you eat it in like a spiral until you get to the <laughs> middle, and it's the best part. <laughs> that is hilarious. You know, it's kind of weird admitting these to another person. I know, isn't it? But it's kind it's of nice. like it's like therapy. I know, it's kind of refreshing. Yeah, to know you're not That's alone. So do you eat the crust though on sandwiches? I do. I don't. I, don't I, I will it. pick the crust off and let my and hand it to my dogs. No, they love when I eat sandwiches. What do you call what do you call the end of a of a loaf of bread? The hard part? Like the, the Oh, the heel. Okay, the heel. I call yeah. it the heel, the butt. People call it all kinds of weird yeah. names. There was a whole debate on Facebook I saw somewhat recently. <laughs> it's the heel, y'all. That's the I one don't that eat wins. It either. I don't eat the heel. No, I mean I don't eat the heel. Who eats the heel? Yeah. Grandma. That's Grandma. About it. <laughs> Grandma does. Yeah. A double heel sandwich. <laughs> that's the only I'm two pieces sure left in the back. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So if you guys have any, you know, weird quirks, please let yeah. us know. Let I us know what you guys are. Well, let us know what makes you guys weird too. We're not alone. We love y'all. weird people. We love all the misfits. We like being misfits. We're not alone. All right. So now that we've talked about how weird we are, <laughs> um, let's move into slightly heavier topic. I mean, we're still going to kind of keep it lighthearted, you know, casual conversation. All right. Um, but we wanted to do, we want to talk about, um, the LGBTQ plus community mm-hmm. a little bit and just kind of share yeah. some conversations. I had a little bit of personal, you know, stuff to talk about as well. Mm-hmm. Um, same. So, you know, I'll let you go first. Okay, cool. Um, tag, tag, you're it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my daughter actually identifies at now she identifies as just queer 
which I did, I actually did not understand what that term actually meant. Mm -hmm. Cause I actually sat down with her last night and I was like, Hey, so Pam and I are doing this episode. This is how we're doing it. And these are the topics we're going to talk about. Do you mind if I tell, you know, talk a little bit about you? And she was like, yeah, I don't care. (laughs) She's very open. And I was like, okay, well, I know that you've, you know, you struggled to find your identity Mm -hmm. for years. I was like, what? I don't know how to, I didn't know how to say it, but I was like, like, what are you now? Right. What what do (laughs) you you identify? And she was like, well, I just say I'm queer. And I was like, okay, so what exactly does that mean? Because, and I don't mean this as any kind of offensive thing when I say this, but growing up when we were kids, if you said someone was queer, that just meant you're gay, Mm -hmm. you know? So I didn't know exactly what that meant. And so she said that it, that, that term describes sexual and gender identities other than straight and cisgender. Mm Mm-hmm. And she said she kind of just uses it as like a quote unquote umbrella term. Yeah, it's like an umbrella term for a lot of people. So that's kind of what she says. But Mm -hmm. like I said, she struggled to find her identity for years. And she's still still young. She still has time, you know. Um, She is only 15. And I've told her all this time, like, you've got your whole life to figure this out. You know, I'm, I'm 36 years old and I still don't know who the hell I am. And there's nothing (laughs) wrong with that. I mean, there's no direct path yeah. for two people. Yeah. It's not going to be the same no matter what. But um, when she was in fifth grade, um, her school did kind of out her to me in a way. Mm-hmm. So she chose to personally come out to me, mm-hmm. you know? And I think, I think I actually called you and talked to you about it because she had originally wrote me a letter yeah. and left it in my room saying that she had a crush on a girl and she was in fifth grade. She's like 10 years old. And it was the first time I'd ever dealt with something like this. I didn't know what to do. Right. So I think I, I called you. Or I think texted so. you or called you. I don't remember. And I'm like, hey, can you help me? Like, I, you know, I don't care, obviously. Right. I just don't know how to approach her and talk to her about it. Like, what, you know, do you have any advice? Right. And you were just like, you know, if you don't care, then just tell her. Like, you don't care. Right. You know, like you're you're there to support her. You love her. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, obviously everybody's journey is very different and um, mine wasn't the same, but not everybody's is easy. Not everybody's is as hard as, you know, others. Right. Unfortunately, some kids get kicked out or. Yeah. Some kids are, have a very accepting family. So, I mean, you know, it's different for everybody and it kind of guides people's lives and journeys which go figure i mean you learn by experience right yeah of course and so just having you as a good support system definitely makes a difference Mm -hmm. for her life going down the road oh yeah and so it's great it's great that you've that you've been so open about it with her and the first actual conversation we had um we'd gone out to dinner one night and then we stopped at marble slab to get ice cream on the way home Mm -hmm. And we went in and sat at one of their tables and ate ice cream. And so that's when she actually came out to me, was in Marble Slab, told me that she liked girls. And I was very calm because, like I said, I don't care. Yeah. So I just, I looked at her and I still remember to this day, this exact conversation. And I looked at her and I said, baby, look, if you end up, if you grow up to be gay, lesbian, bi, or fucking purple, I don't care. I said, I just need you to do three things for me in life. I need you to be true to who you really are. Yeah. 
because I never was, to be honest, when I was a teenager and I wish I would have been. And I need, and I said, I need you to be happy. And then jokingly, the third thing I said, and this was honestly a joke, but I said, and I need you to give me at least one grandbaby. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, and jokingly, I was like, I don't care if you have it or your partner has it. Or you buy a baby. And by that, I meant adopt. Oh, yeah. That's how I joke about it. I'm like, I'll just buy and one. of course, she responds, you can buy a baby? I'm like, that was not what right? I meant. <laughs> and then that opens just a whole other world. But, but she has remembered that conversation ever since then. And it, it really made an impact on her knowing that and, care, and like that whole right. fucking purple thing comes all the time between us. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like a good support allows you to be yourself to have that confidence and that I guess safety net in a way that even if the world is harsh there's still somebody there Mm -hmm. for you and I mean for me that that was my sister my entire yeah life she was the first person that I could talk to the first one that you know I was able to kind of be more myself around and it really has made an impact in my life I mean I admire my sister to death Right. And always will because she was there for me. And things have gotten a lot better. I have my mom now and my dad yeah. now. And, you know, things change and they take time and they'll continue to evolve. Yeah. But, um, I do think that, you know, the LGBTQ world has grown exponentially. Oh, yeah. and Definitely. Uh, definitely. There's great things and there's not and so And there's great still things. room to grow as well. Oh, yeah. I mean... There's still more room to grow, Way I should more say. Room. And, you know, it's it's hard. I don't, I don't know how to describe this. Like my, I guess, upbringing and mm-hmm. my, my brain, you fight that sometimes. And yeah. I don't agree with how some things have gone. Right. But I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I've always lived my life like you live your life how you want. As long mm-hmm. as you're respectful to me and not trying to murder me. Or murder other people. <laughs> right. Be who you want to be. That's fine. Yeah. But, I mean, the world, it's it's growing and it's changing. And yeah. Social media has been great, I think, in so many aspects. And I do think it's detrimental in aspects, too. Mm-hmm. That You know, when we were growing up, we didn't even know what gay was. Yeah. Not that that's bad. I mean, I do think exposure is very important. Definitely. But we, we were allowed to be kids and be kids right. and live our life and right. not have to worry and think about that yeah and so i do think that's kind of hindered these kids coming right. up they're they're growing up earlier than they need to yeah but i mean like I, when, when i was having the conversation with my daughter last night and her best and her best friend was over so she joined in the conversation you know which i didn't care um when i was asking her like what exactly does the term queer mean just mm-hmm. so i know from my ter- my knowledge because I've learned so much from her mm-hmm. just since she came out to me about the entire community in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, you know, I still want to learn as much as I can since it's a community that you are in, you know? And so she was explaining it to me and her best friend kind of joined in and helped. And she, her best friend also identifies as queer. And she mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I just, her best friend was like, I just like to use that term because I hate when people ask like, oh, so you're pansexual or something. And right. she's like, and she's like, no, I just say I'm queer. And, and then my, it drops the And in my mind, I'm thinking, these kids are 16 years old. I had never even heard the word pansexual until a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, I mean, like, the like the exposure to it is what I'm right. referencing, you know, like right. you were talking about. It's I mean, just crazy to me. Kids, it, not in a bad way either. I don't mean it that way. Right. But I mean, just I in don't general. Think, I don't think either of us are trying to be offensive in any no, kind of way. But no, no. Yeah, exposure is important, 100%. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't mean it in any offensive way. Yeah. I just meant in general. Right. But, I mean, the, the this community is great. Yeah. I think part of it is because we, we all we all get it mm-hmm. we've all been there mm-hmm. in some way or another or know somebody that's been there right. or somebody that's had to go through it and you know of course you have shitty people no matter what right. gay straight doesn't matter but for the most part this community is really great and really supportive and good people mm-hmm. to be around i mean you know you have all those people that think we're so scary and we're trying to push an agenda on other people and and really, it's, I it's mean, not... everyone that I've ever really met that has been, you know, LGBTQ plus is just, they just want to be who they really yeah. are. Just leave me alone. Yeah. Just let me be who yeah. I am. Yeah. I don't you know. I don't need you to tell me how, how to live yeah. my life. And it's not just religion and, or anything like that. It's just... And really the way I look at it is we're all human guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't hate... we just view it that way? I hate when, so like. You know, you know, backstory for me personally, guys, like I, I dress more masculine. I'm not, I don't like to label myself in any kind of way, any kind of way. Um, I'm just me and I'm, I'm okay with that. And I dress more masculine. I have shorter hair with a man bun, (laughs) which is awesome. Right. For those that that don't know me, but I I always make the joke where it's like, Hey guys, I'm not going to be like, Hey, my name's Pam. I'm gay. You know, like, right. That's just a part of who I am. That's not right. who I am. Exactly. How about you judge me more on my integrity mm-hmm. and who I am as a person exactly. and how I am to other people? Exactly. That's that's like, the only way I want to be Do I have known. to walk up and be like, hey, I'm Ginny. I'm a single mom. Right. Exactly. That's just part of who I am. Exactly. It's just it's you know? just one aspect of my life exactly. when I have so much more to offer. Than just, or not to offer, but you know what I mean. Right. Like, than so just, much more to you. Just for you to... Not necessarily even judge, but make some assumption about right. who I am or, oh, you know, they dress like this. They must like this certain thing. No, like, mm-hmm. like stop trying to put people into certain boxes. Yeah. It's just, just let people be who they want to be. Yeah. It's exactly. fine. They're exactly. not going to attack you unless they exactly. think you're really attractive and they might hit on you and then... <laughs> politely say no and right move on and they yeah. will too and if they don't Pretty call much. the cops 911 y'all Pretty everybody much. be safe out there um yeah and with my daughter like before she came out to me i was pretty conservative yeah you know i, I mean, mean it's our it's, upbringing it's our upbringing it's how we were raised our most of our family is very conservative mm-hmm. and so that was basically my worldview on everything, mm-hmm. you know, and then she, my daughter comes out to me and that changed my worldview on like everything. And I am not conservative, like hardly like at all, basically, because the way that I saw it was from the day I found out I was pregnant, mm-hmm. my child became my first, last and always no questions asked. Right. I have sacrificed. I have given up. I have given everything to this child for the last 15, 16 years. 
on purpose. Like I've wanted to, yeah, you know, I'm not saying that be. I did it, right. you know, like struggled to do it or didn't want to. Like I, I wanted to do this for my child. So if my child is saying, mom, this is who I am. I need you to support me. How can I say no to yeah. that? You know, yeah. like I just, I couldn't, I couldn't envision a world where I can't support my daughter. I think what, what a lot of people you know, what a lot of parents go through is they have this mindset of who their, who their child is going to be. Right. And in an instant, their, their child is no longer their child. And right. it's a fear of the unknown. And yeah. especially if it's, you know, a very conservative family where that's not, not talked about. And I don't mean to knock any you know, any parent out there oh, no, that no, no. doesn't agree or whatever the case may be. I'm just talking about my personal right. story. No, I, I'm, I'm generalizing things too. Like you have this mindset of who your kid is and then all of a sudden they're no longer that kid. And right. for some parents, it takes a lot longer than it does mm-hmm. with others. And that part of that is exposure that they had. Right. You know, it comes from their upbringing. And I catch myself on things sometimes too, like, fighting what I was brought up hearing or knowing and it's you know things are different now the world is different Mm -hmm. I'm not in any way bad mouthing my upbringing I I had a fantastic upbringing we had great childhoods you know it's just you find yourself fighting the what what you were taught and what you truly do believe like I I'm not saying you know gay people are bad obviously you know and it's just you you fight things that you knew your whole life and education and that you heard your whole life yes, maybe yes, maybe yes, not yes. that you were taught or you believed but or, that you heard exactly maybe you or, know yeah the the my exposure to yeah. things you know as long as you're open minded and willing to listen and hear the other side you might mm-hmm. find yourself in a different perspective than yeah. Something you might not have even thought about. Yeah, exactly. Not that you I mean, were against it, but you just never I, thought about it. My daughter and I have definitely gone through some of that stuff within her struggles to find her identity, you know? And mm-hmm. But for me, it all boiled down to one thing with me and my daughter. And, and I've mentioned, you know, I've teased this on a couple other episodes on we're going to do an episode and it's going to be episode 10, guys. We're going to do an episode on mental health, me and Troy. It's going to be, you know, great episode in my mind. Personally, I think it's going to be great. But my daughter has had some severe mental health struggles in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, and I don't mean just she's had depression. I mean, I'm, I mean, we're talking, you know, life-threatening mental health struggles in her life. So... For me, it all boiled down to if her liking a girl instead of a boy meant that she was healthy and happy and safe and no one was getting hurt, then in the end, what did it really matter? Mm -hmm. You know, her being healthy and happy and safe is more important to me than who she chooses to love. Right. And had you not had this experience, you might not have ever thought about it yeah that's kind of the whole point of yeah learning and staying open and educating yourself on any certain topic not just this topic right in any topic because 
what you thought you might know might be something totally different. Yeah. So. Yeah. No offense meant if I did throw out anything that might have been offensive. Of course. Or... Of course. I mean, we're just kind of. We're just talking. Having a conversation, guys. Please don't, you know, throw any hate to us. So. But. So, yeah. yeah I Good mean... community. Get to know those people. We always need allies. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So. um, Do you want to head into our last topic? We yeah. Had? Let's do it. All right. So we thought we'd talk about just kind of like the workplace, jobs, career kind of thing that Sweet. we got going on. Sweet. <laughs> so I you want to... I told Jenny recently I'm, I'm in a, a love-hate with my job. Yeah. A te- teachers, teachers have it rough, y'all. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, so many, so many people think that, oh, we get summers off and we get all this off. It's tough. It, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a tough world and... My hat is off to classroom teachers. I don't know how they do it all day long. I'm mm-hmm. a PE teacher. So my job's hard in a different way. I, I see 500 kids every day. Yeah. Every day for 30 minutes. And so mine is hard in a different way. And I have a love-hate. I love my kids. But, I love my job. But you are able to see the other side of it, not only because you're in the school, but right. your your sister is also a teacher. Right. So you've seen from oh, yeah. her for years yeah. that side of it I mean, as this well. Is, this is year nine for me. I think it's your... 17 yeah for Aaron something like that and it's my hat is off to teachers it takes a special kind of person Mm -hmm. and I could definitely not do it oh no Jill would be fired in a day (laughs) in a day we joke about it all the time but I don't know how my sister does it when she when she quit the company that I work at now and said that she was becoming a teacher I was like wait what (laughs) I was like, I didn't even know you liked kids other than your own. <laughs> it's a it's a rewarding job, for sure. I mean, I mean, she seems to love it, but I, I did not see it and making it like I really do. I feel like I'm making a difference. Yeah, it gets so difficult though with not not the kids, but not really even the parents either because they're trying. Yeah, you know, there's bad Most apples no matter what. Yeah, in any kind of world. I mean, just like we said in the LGBTQ conversation you have shitty people in every group exactly (laughs) exactly but thing you know admin are trying to i can't even think of the phrase like when you say admin do you mean like principals vice principals off or do you mean like administrative assistant kind of of both i mean because because in my position at work i am an administrative assistant mm -hmm. but in my company we call them admins so so when i that's why i want to make sure i'm understanding no i get it yeah admin is kind of a A at least in this in this conversation i'm saying it in in a general term it's not my school principal or my assistant principal more more like the school district and okay our hands are tied in so many ways mm-hmm. there you know kids don't have the same consequences as, even when you and I were in school and yeah the world is just so different and mm-hmm. admin are trying teachers are trying parents are trying and I it, like I said love hate I mean yeah they do what they can we do what we can and you're still not going to make everybody happy yeah. Either admin, parents, kids, oh, yeah. yourself, you know. Yeah. So it I didn't mean to get so heavy on it, I guess. Yeah, but yeah that's cool. <laughs> it's just, thank a teacher, y'all. 
Oh yeah, we, definitely. We, we're trying. We're trying. I and talking of school, you know, I've mentioned on a couple episodes before that my daughter is in online mm-hmm. high school. And that was we took her out of public school in October and transferred her transitioned her into this. And the reasoning behind that was, you know, like I just mentioned my daughter has had some serious mental health struggles and the school was school is one of her biggest triggers mm-hmm. stressors with her you know anxiety panic disorder and so she was having panic attacks almost mm-hmm. daily and you know talking about how i used to be conservative and i'm not anymore where we live is a very conservative christian area mm-hmm. and we are not mm-hmm. <laughs> so she does not conform to what they consider quote unquote normal exactly so she has been borderline bullied since third grade when we moved to this area and no fault to the teachers but the administration at the school as much as they say they don't tolerate bullying they never did anything about it Mm mm-hmm And so it finally came to a head where we just couldn't do it any longer. You know, her grades were suffering. She was suffering. Mm -hmm. And her best friend was already doing this online school for the past year. And she was excelling at it. So we looked into it and we decided it was the best option for her. I told her I would give her a year Mm -hmm. to try it out. If she wasn't doing well at it, we would go back to regular school. And she has excelled at it so far. Good. So. Yeah, I mean. In any job, you have bad apples. Yeah. Same with people like in, you know, I'm a PE teacher. So many people think all I do is recess all day. Yeah. You know, it's, it kind of goes back to the whole education thing. Do you remember our PE teacher from Wainwright? Miss Crump, man. Was she like your inspiration for wanting to be a PE teacher? No, actually. Oh. So I, I loved her. I thought she was awesome. I didn't <laughs> want to be a teacher. Really? Yeah. I originally went to school wanting to do physical therapy. Okay. And I did not know this. I thought you had always wanted uh-uh. to do this. No, I, I wanted to be a physical therapist. And as I went to college, I was like, you know what? I can't be in school like that. And I, <laughs> I knew myself and I knew I wasn't going to do well. And I knew I wouldn't have been able to compete mm-hmm. and handle it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I've always been into sports. I'm going to be a coach. Okay. So then I went to school. And you've had some really good coaches in school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As well. Some yeah. Really... Coach Rafino was. Oh, yeah. My. Yeah. She yeah. helped me a lot in high school. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, sweet, I'll be a coach. I'll teach history. I've always Why liked Why is it always coaches always teach either health or history? Because people think it's easy. It just what? happened to be my interest. Okay, actually, <laughs> wasn't my first interest. I mean, I would love to study history. I love history. I'd love to just go and just be like a history researcher fell into that too i thought i wanted to do biology couldn't pass chemistry took it twice (laughs) so i was like all right i'm gonna do history so then i became a history minor and while i was in school in my student teaching i did elementary first loved it Mm -hmm. loved it i got to play around all day granted it's controlled chaos and coordinated chaos is what we like to call it (laughs) but went to high school and hated it really thought i was gonna love it absolutely hated it why do you think? Just I think the, part of it. Age, I think attitude? part of it. It was. Are you I was being close so in younger? age, and I think that was hard for them to kind of take me seriously, mm-hmm. especially because they're like, "Oh, student teacher, you know, you're not yeah. an authority figure." Yeah. 
where elementary kids are like, sweet, another kid to play with, you know, <laughs> but I, I didn't, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And I realized I liked playing the game like in high school or college mm-hmm. more than I wanted to coach it. Right. And so it just, I just kind of developed into. It was almost like you fell into I being, fell into into being a, a teacher. teacher. Yeah. And yeah. It wasn't like a, oh, I'm going to just take the easy way out in life and be a teacher. No. Is that what people assume when mm-hmm. you tell them you're a PE teacher? That they're they like, just assume that you were like, oh, I just don't want to work? Yeah, and they're so. like, oh, you play dodgeball all day. No, we're actually not allowed <laughs> to play dodgeball, fun really? fact. We're not. It's not an inclusive game. Is it, in, is it considered kids, too violent? Kids are now? targets. You can't oh. use kids as targets because then you're targeting them. Yeah. I see it both ways. I grew yeah. up playing dodgeball. Oh, yeah. And I was fine. The thing hurt, but yeah. But... <laughs> I'd never felt like the kids were singling me out. Yeah. That's, you know, that's a whole nother topic where a lot of times our, our society is too soft now. Yeah. And it even trickles down to playing dodgeball more than you would think. <laughs> but yeah, I just kind of fell into it and love it for sure. It's definitely rewarding. Yeah. But there are drawbacks sometimes. Though. Oh, yeah. You know, and yeah. a lot of things are out of our control, but kind of going back to mental health, there's only so much that you can handle. Yeah. And at some point, it might not be the best fit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to we're gonna kind of see where my life is going to go. Yeah. I, might I mean, you're still teaching. young, you know. You've still got, what, at least 40 years to retirement yeah. age. Yeah. I mean, I've done it. Because you're, no. This is year nine. Yeah. So I've got 30 30-something 30 years. Sorry. Yeah. I was thinking you're younger than you even are. Sorry. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm still young and I'm not, I'm not too concerned about it. It's nice and mm-hmm. uh, scary in a way to not know where I'm going to go next. Yeah. But I'm okay with it. Yeah. So yeah, what about you? How'd you get started? Uh, so I've been like an administrative assistant slash secretary, receptionist, whatever you want to call it for almost 16 years now. Um, I started in the office jobs, (laughs) uh, right after my daughter was born. I was in the restaurant industry before, Uh and then my mom kind of sat me down and was like, look, I know the restaurant industry works for some people, but you are not making the kind of money you need to be making to support a child. Yeah. So I looked for an office job, found a receptionist position. Because I don't have a college degree. I just have a high school diploma. So found a receptionist position. Um, I actually went back to work six weeks after my daughter was born. So, and unfortunately at the time, grandpa was really sick, Mm -hmm. remember? So grandma didn't start keeping her right away. So Mm -hmm. my daughter actually went into daycare at six weeks old. It was heartbreaking for me to leave her. Yeah. She's probably (laughs) the only one, huh? Yeah. First one out of all of us. Um, Well, until probably Aaron's kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. So she was the first one to yeah. really start it. But um, she was about nine months old when Grandma started keeping her for for me. Yeah. But anyways, um, worked a couple different places there, you know, a couple different companies until I found I started at my current one. My sister worked at that company um, at the time, and she knew I was looking for a job. And she was like, hey, there's this position, you know, in purchasing. I think you could do it. You should apply. I didn't have any purchasing experience, um, but I was like, I'll just try it. So I interviewed. And then when they called me to tell me that I had gotten the position, 
when the recruiter called and he told me I got it, I was like, you're joking, right? <laughs> and he was like, uh, no. And I was like, oh, wait, really? <laughs> so I was in that position for five years as a purchasing assistant. So like an admin mm-hmm. assistant. Um, and then I transferred to another building, um, another location that was closer to my home uh, as the facilities administrative assistant. Um, and it was a more casual place too. So I was able to like, not, I didn't have to wear like business clothes. You know, I was, I got to wear like jeans and Converse. So I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Plus it kind of like, I had worked in like warehouse offices before that, before my current company and working with the guys in facilities had kind of that same feel Mm -hmm. because I, I was the only woman on my team and I'm working with mechanics and electricians in facilities, you know, and so they kind of had the same feel as like a where, like warehouse guys, right? You know, and I love that atmosphere. I I enjoyed it, so I I loved that position. I miss it. <laughs> kind of wish I can go back to be honest, <laughs> but um, and then I was there for five years, and then I just started in my current position almost a year ago okay. in April. It'll be a year. Um, I did a transfer slash promotion. Okay. And so I'm a senior admin assistant. Awesome. So it's just a high, just a little bit higher level, you know? And I don't know, like to me, there's absolutely nothing wrong with being an admin, Mm -hmm. you know, an administrative assistant for your career, like having an entire career. I know many women that have done it. You know, Mm -hmm. many of the admins that I work with on a daily basis have been at the company for longer than I've been alive. Yeah. Very cool. (laughs) And, and they love it and it's great. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. But just for me personally, I don't want to be an admin for the rest of my life. What do you, do you have anything? So no, nope, not sure where you want to go. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. I'd really, honestly, I'd really love to make a career in facilities. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I actually did talk to someone in facilities recently, just kind of asking them like, Hey, do you know of any, you know, openings that are going to come up within like the next year or Mm -hmm. so, you know, like I can hold out for a little while. (laughs) So it's not that I don't like my job, but you know, but I do kind of feel like I have to stay at my current company I'm at because it is an incredibly stable company. Mm Mm-hmm. And as a single mom with only one income, for me personally, I mean, I don't, other people are different, but this is just my personal feelings on it. You know, it's very important to me to be in a very stable job with a very stable company. Well, yeah, it's one less so that's stressor why, that you have to focus on. That's why on. I don't really want to look outside of my company. You and know? if it works, no reason to leave so, it. Yeah, so we'll just see what happens, you know. I mean, like I said, it's not like I hate my job. No, it's you that love-hate. I, I do enjoy the people I work with. Even though I work at the corporate headquarters downtown, I do still get to wear jeans and Converse every day. Yeah, you can't beat that. So I wear tennis shoes all day, though, so <laughs> maybe I can beat it. Yeah, tennis I mean, when I sweat. guys, when I showed up to Pam's house today, she was wearing sweatpants when she got out of the car from work. I yeah, was like, great. I wish I could wear sweatpants to work. That's nice. Then you have to deal with 500 kids. All day long. I don't. I can barely even deal with my one half the time. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Hug a teacher, y'all. Hug a teacher. We need it. So, but what did you want to be when you were a kid, 
growing up. Ooh. Speaking of jobs and careers. How funny. We had, like, I guess you'd call it career day at school where the kids got to dress oh, really? up to be what they wanted to be. That's so cool. What did I want to be? I always... Like, you know, like, when you think back, like, all your friends wanted to be, like, an astronaut or... I always wanted to be a singer. Really? Mm-hmm. Did you know that Grandma always used to tell me that she thought out of all six of us that you were the only one that had a good voice? I was like, well, that's <laughs> Y'all kind suck. of a compliment to Pam. That kind yeah, of an insult to high us. five to myself. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. awesome. She did always say that she thought you could, quote unquote, hold a tune is what I think she would say. Well, I mean, my dad was in a, a not a band. That makes him sound... <laughs> But kind of a man. he was in a cover band that, yeah. you know, they would do weddings and stuff like that. So maybe that's yeah. where I got it from. That's exciting. I love your dad's little quirk that he has of playing air guitar to music all the time. Oh, he plays the drums on his steering wheel. <laughs> if you've never heard him Your do brother that. does it too. Nice. Your brother does surprised. that too. I see a lot of your dad and your brother as he's getting older. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then like talking to your dad, I like I notice like the things that your dad does. I'm like. I, I can, like, in my mind, I'm like, Justin does that too, uh-huh. you know? How funny. So, yeah. Sorry, that's just kind of going back to our weird quirks <laughs> topic. I, I know I was kind of skipping around. Man, I'm sad I couldn't think of any more. <laughs> It'll happen as soon as we're done with this. Watch. Oh, yeah. Know it. I'm sure. You can write it in the comments. Yeah, once I post a, <laughs> you know, once I post on Facebook that the episode has been posted, you can just kind right, of comment be like, and be like, one more, y'all. here's one. <laughs> Just, yeah. As long as it's not like super creepy, then we're good. No. <laughs> no, I'm kind of boring. I don't have super yeah. creepy. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter actually told me that when I was talking to her about the episode last night, I was asking, I like, I read off my list of weird, weird quirks to mm-hmm. her. And I was like, can you think of anything else? And she said one, but I was like, I don't really think that's a necessarily like weird thing. What? But it? she was like, you read every night before you go to bed. That's not weird. And I was like, I don't think that's weird. I do that. I was like, just because you don't like to read, doesn't make it weird. Aaron does that. <laughs> I was like, there's lots of people that read that's, before they go to bed. normal. Yeah. That, that's totally normal. Yeah. I thought so too. She's weird. Yeah. Well, she has mine. So, you know. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Get what you can. I'm just kidding. So... Well, all right. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah, I think um, so. So I enjoyed it. I had yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that we were able to do this. This is fun. It's fun getting out of your comfort zone sometimes. I know, right? Except and, I talk all day long. But. And of course, this was, you know, with this episode with me and Pam, this was actually, we were able to do it in person. Mm-hmm. So she's actually talking on the actual mic with the headphones on. Instead of doing it through like online virtual recording. Mic check. Ooh ha ha. <laughs> she's wanted to say that the entire yes. episode. So she's really enjoying these this mic situation. Yeah, this mic is way cooler than the one I have to use at work. Yeah. It could also be that I'm yelling at children. True. So it could be different. Yeah. But Yeah. It's more fun when we're at Troy's house because Troy actually bought like the mic boom arm thing <gasps> for me and him that we like hooked to the desk yeah so i don't have to like deal with the little desktop tripod thing like it just hangs in front of me i mean i think it's adorable so it's kind of nice yeah good little setup i enjoy it so thanks for having me thank you for agreeing to do this please invite me again i mean well you're definitely gonna be on the alien episode yes i think we're doing that i think we moved it to episode 11 because we added this one in 
Right. So we had to move it back one. Deal. So I'll be there. Y'all get to see yeah. me again, guys. Hear yeah. me again. That was dumb. <laughs> Rookie mistake. Oh, me and Troy say stuff like that Rookie all the time. Mistake. That's okay. You should hear the amount of times Troy has said happily ever after when talking about the name of the show instead of happily ever random. That sounds about right. So, you know. Stupid cousin. (laughs) Guys, uh, next episode, though, next week when Troy is back, we are going to be joined by our cousin, Freddie. And we are actually going to be going talking about the JFK assassination conspiracy theories. That's going to be awesome. Can you give me any so, teasers? I'm super excited about it. Um, Who do you think did it? I haven't actually, Freddie and I haven't actually talked yet uh-huh. about the episode. I want to talk to him ahead of time, kind of just to kind of get a little outline going, because I like to have an outline, like a rough outline of what's going to be discussed. It's an interesting topic. I'm a planner. I'm sorry. That's just how I am. It's a really <laughs> interesting topic. But when I when I was doing my research on it, um, I came across a documentary that had that went over like the there was like five like main like popular mm-hmm. theories on it and so that's kind of the ones that I wanted to focus on so for years I had always said that the mafia did it mm-hmm. so but now I'm kind of thinking the CIA and the mafia were in on it together I think it was an accident no not the initial shot the one that actually killed him but did it come from Lee Harvey Oswald? No. Okay. Who do you think did it then? His bodyguard. Not on purpose, like I said. Oh. Some. It was a documentary I watched a while back. The initial mm-hmm. shot, yes, that goes through the neck. I'm assuming yeah, Lee Harvey he slumps Oswald. Forward. Yeah, so he slumps forward. One of the bodyguards that jumps onto the car. From the front? Or I the back? I believe so. Yeah. I don't remember. It might be the back. I don't remember. He jumps on the car. Mm-hmm. And from whatever evidence they were showing or talking about mm-hmm. on the documentary, different gun, different trajectory. Yeah. And so they're thinking when he climbed up to get on the car, he accidentally pulled the oh, final okay. shot. Okay. Hey, guys, it's Jenny. I got to apologize to you guys real quick. I've been doing the editing for this episode tonight. And somehow in my editing, I accidentally, and I don't even know how I did it, erased like the last three minutes of mine and Pam's entire conversation of this episode. Thankfully, it was basically just us, you know, winding down and saying, you know, me thanking Pam for being on the episode, her telling me how much fun she had, and, you know, hope you guys enjoyed it, and that kind of stuff. So, again, I really do hope you guys enjoyed it. Pam, thank you so much for being on the episode. I really enjoyed having you. I cannot wait to do the next one with you when we do episode 11 about aliens. I know you and Troy are going to have a blast on that episode. (laughs) So... Um, Guys, I really hope you enjoyed this one. Pam and I had a lot of fun doing it, and we will see you next time, all right? You guys have a good night.